0: Scana Energy is a proud partner. Yes, touchdown, let's go Falcons. We're big Falcons fans. And as the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons, Scana Energy is part of all the action. So let's get fired up for our home team as we cheer them on to victory this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash falcons and use promo code FALCONS for details. Limited time offer terms and conditions apply. Prolific injury collector that you were in your career. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate you, dog. And now it's time for Fincast. Boom. Shaka Laka. Wide receiver and fan favorite Brian Fennerin is talking dirty bird football, powered by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. Looking for Fennerin who leaps into the air a touchdown. Fincast starts now. Alright Falcons fans, another week, another loss, and you are tuned into FinCast, brought to you by Scana Energy, the official natural cast partner of the Atlanta Falcons, alongside the great B Finn 86, Brian Finnerin. You know it. I am Tyler Nelson. Uh Finn, I have a question for you. A riddle, actually. A riddle? Yes. Thanks. What do Snoop Dogg Willie Nelson and a Marcus Mariota pass have in common? Snoop Dogg Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. It has to do with weed. And a Marcus Mariota pass. And a
1: Marcus Mariota pass. They're all too fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> they can be, especially the ones down the uh, field. I think I, <laughs> I, think the stat is on throws thirty yards down the field or farther. He's one of nineteen or something. Good God, it's That's, not. It's not good. And then what you're alluding to is just missing guys
0: that are open sometimes. Wide the ball open. Yeah. To talk about this loss. To yep. talk about this game. As you're we talking before the mics came on, I think there's a larger point, larger takeaway to from this loss. But before we get to that. The thing that I felt like at halftime, and then even more so at the end of the game, and tell me if you think or mm-hmm. if I'm on on the right path here, is that we really went pass heavy in the first half of that game, unsuccessfully to re- without without really any gains, without doing anything, and it very to the point where even the the commentators were were saying like I don't understand why they got away from the run game, the you know third best in the league and all this, mm-hmm. and, I, and it was very visibly looking that way. And then in the second half of the game. We did that and we were successful. And it, we almost won the game. it's almost it was looked like if we had done that in the first half, we probably would have or could have at least won the game or more likely. It's would almost have. like you're damned
1: if you do and damned if you don't. But that's right. your that's what your identity is running the football. For sure. And, and so
0: my takeaway from that was it looked like almost Arthur Smith kind of thought what we had talked about last week here on FinCast, which is that if you lose this game, maybe it's time to go to Desmond Ritter. So I thought maybe it was that a test to see what he could do with Marcus Mariota within the passing game if he went more pass-heavy because th- it looked very intentional.
1: Uh, yeah, you want to mix it up, though. The first drive, I think Marcus probably threw it four out of the seven plays, four or five out of the seven plays, and you ended up punting the ball. Mm-hmm. So I, I think everything is intentional when you think about the first 15 that you set up in to start a football game and then throughout the first half. It was somewhat noticeable. I was there. It uh, didn't jump off the page at me like it did for you. Because when you're at home, you see different stats, yeah, oh, and the sure. announcers are talking about it. Yeah. For me, it wasn't super noticeable except for that first drive. Where were you in the stadium? Where was I in the stadium? Oh, we were with uh, – we won our um, – so fantasy football with the Atlanta Falcons and Coca-Cola. They do a big thing, so a lot of media are involved. Uh-huh. And we won a monthly prize. So our team got eight tickets to that <laughs> cool. game. So you in the whole, sat in section one thirty two. So all the guys from all the guys on my team is me, John Michaels, a guy named Matt, and a guy named Brian that I recruited years ago. They've been doing it with us for a long time. Mm-hmm. And we all sat in section one thirty two. Then I had a buddy that had tickets to the uh, the Gold Wing Club, okay. which is like the tits of. <laughs> it's like on it's the like field the, right well it's the best yeah you can get on the field and you can go in that club and it's all the food and yeah. drink you can get so i left my boys because i had my wife with me and we walked over to the other side of the stadium and sat in that suite. my intention was to go back <laughs> to hang with the guys at the eh, end of the game it didn't <laughs> i never quite made it back over there so i apologize to my fantasy football team
0: so i guess what I, the reason i asked is what vantage were you at 132 where are you at it's like 20 yard line ish okay
1: uh, opposite the Falcons' sideline, pretty good vantage point. Sure.
0: Yeah. So but definitely different than watching a TV. Oh, my gosh. Definitely Big different. Big time. No question about it. So
1: it was fun to be there. It was a tough loss. You had a chance at the end again with yep. the ball in your hand. And to tell you the truth, nobody many people are going to go back and look at it, but Drake London is supposed to bend that route behind the mm-hmm. linebacker, and he mm-hmm. really didn't. And that's when the safety was able to come pick it off, Mika Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, yeah. And he made a smart play just by running out of bounds. He could have scored a touchdown easily just like so they could take a knee in and run the clock out. So he had over a minute left to try to go down the field and kick a field goal to tie yeah. it or score, a t- or score a touchdown to win it, and it didn't work out once again. So quarterback and wide receiver are not on the same page, and I would almost put that more on the wide receiver who never bent it in yeah, yeah. and protected his quarterback it from the pick. more
0: when – when they replayed again, going back to the TV thing versus what you see in person, is watching it live, it looked a lot more egregious on Marcus Mariota's part. Right. When but they played it in a replay from kind of from the U.B. Vantage, Yes, yeah, it looked, you're like, oh, okay, that was not as bad as it looked.
1: Dolman was in his lap. He had the offensive uh-huh. lineman in his lap trying mm-hmm. to throw the football. So
0: another tough loss. Also, defense exactly. Patrick is very good. <laughs> He's <is> very good. <laughs> very he good read at his job.
1: <laughs> he read it perfectly. So you lose 19-16 to a Steelers team. That is where you are. Just not very good. Mediocre football team. You're five and eight now, and uh, a game and a half out of first place because it's Tampa Bay Buccaneers came back and beat the Saints in down fourteen, in down very thirteen, Tom Brady fashion, down thirteen with four minutes left, and you give that thing up. That one hurt the Saints yeah. for sure. Yeah,
0: but welcome to welcome to the club, Saints fans. That's what it's like. <laughs> <to be a laughs> they falcon, falcon fan. for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, very Tom Brady esque drive to win that otherwise snooze fest of a game. Now a game and a half out of the division yep. it, with a losing record, not just a losing record, well behind the 500-mark mm-hmm. season over, no playoffs made. Is that what you think we're on? Yes, th-
1: according to the percentages they yes. put out there, 3% chance or something, 3-point-something to make the postseason. So realistically, you're out of it. But uh, Well, realistically, you're still in it, but really it doesn't feel like you yeah, are.
0: Right. right. So now you have a decision to make. And that is the larger point that we just alluded to earlier when we first came on. And that point is...
1: Who starts for the Falcons <laughs> against the, in New Orleans At the next cr- Sunday? At quarterback position. That's yes. exactly right. And it seems like a perfect setup. Now, the Saints are a really good defense, and that's going to be a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. Sound, crowd noise. They're like 7th or 8th in the league in sacks with 34 on the season as a team. I think 10th or 11th overall defensively. So th- they can bring some heat, and they can ma- affect the quarterback big time.
0: But I would take the, to that. I would think that, hey man, trial by fire. Like this, is, you're gonna. That's that's mm-hmm. your rival in in the division. You're gonna have to, if you're gonna be the quarterback of this team, and if of right. course you're gonna need to be able to perform in this environment. Why not it be, let it be your first time?
1: Yeah, I get that. But you also don't want to ruin a kid's uh, spirits and confidence early on. I know it's a professional athlete. You should be able to go out there and do something. Uh, the offensive line has been solid. They've been good enough to protect a quarterback. We haven't been getting Correct, killed yeah, back there. Right, right. A lot of that is on Marcus Mariota moving around and being looser, So is Desmond Ritter. So it's just that um, freak-out factor that he's going to have to deal with when he sees Cam Jordan coming at him. Yeah, Cam Jordan. Um, <laughs> so that's a decision you make. You got a, a, a bye week, extra time to get your quarterback ready if you decide to put Desmond Ritter in, or do you wait till you have two home games at the end of the season when you're truly out of it and you play Arizona and Tampa Bay at home the last two weeks of the season, so I think that's what they're mulling over right now. If it's me. What would you do if it's me? I go with Desmond Ritter. Yes, I, I think I throw him into the fire like you're talking about. Let him earn his earn his keep and see what he's capable of. You think about what Marcus has done this year, and he's been fine. He's done a nice job leading this football team uh-huh. and doing some good things. But 13 of 24, 15 to 25, 12 of 20. I mean, yeah. Ritter can come in and do that and go for 160 yards and a touchdown and a pick. I mean, I,
0: I agree with you that I think Marcus Marietta has done a very admirable. A serviceable job for yes. a stopgap year. We knew we didn't have high expectations. The team has been much more entertaining and given us a lot more hope than we thought we were going to have at all whatsoever. And I don't. I think to to the fa- to the person, fan to fan, everybody would agree with that probably. But it's we okay. Now we know where we are. It's time to see what we have in the kid or start and or not. Right. Right. And 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 if we're not going to go anywhere, I agree with your point that there's a conversation be had whether to start him in that environment or not. We agree. I agree with you go ahead and do it yeah it is but, it is it is scary though
1: not, scary is not probably not the right word it's concerning to start a rookie on the road in an action like that and then the next week is at Baltimore i think another tough mm-hmm. defense that brings it pretty good so that's the only thing you got to think about
0: well the end but in Baltimore though not not a uh, classic rival of ours and not a right. <laughs> the same environment but let me ask you the other flip side of that coin is not just what you see in having the kid for the actual lo- logistical point of do we need to draft someone, is this kid our future or not? Do you owe it to the fans, or is there a fan angle that a coaching staff and franchise takes into, all right, we're out of this, the fans are going to start calling for Marcus Merrida's head, no. let's just put the thing hey, in what? so we keep the fans entertained and right. have them something to watch?
1: No, you never as a coach can bring yourself to listen to the fans. You just can't as do, do it. As a franchise, as a front office. As a franchise and a front office, you can have an opinion and ideas, absolutely to where you think you need to go and, and what moves you want to make. But a coaching staff, I would hope a head coach has the final say on that. And you have, they're having conversations like this, I'm sure, mm-hmm. amongst themselves. And maybe Arthur Blank sticks his head in there and says to Rich McKay, do you, think, do you think it's time? What happens if he does well? What happens if he does poorly? What happens if he this and that? So they're weighing all their options in the building, on the coaching staff. And um, we'll see what they come up with. It'll be very interesting.
0: Okay, so if, if the Falcons were well guess we're probably gonna be drafting in the middle of the pack and uh yes. in, in any quarterbacks that we would want in the first mm-hmm. round are gonna be gone by then. Right. So that conversation aside, if we're not drafting a quarterback in the first round. <laughs> where do you <laughs> if, Free we, agency. if we need if we need one, assuming we'll need one. And and I'm hoping we not I mean, hey, yeah. I'd love to see us not need one, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: What position would you like us to see then?
1: Oh, you got to do something on your offensive or defensive line. Probably defensive line. We're yeah. still not sacking the quarterback. You're one, of, you're one of the worst teams in the league still, with guys you wouldn't got. Third, Ebikide, third. Ebikide. we, we didn't get a sack
0: this past week, did we? Uh, no, I don't think so. So we were we're still stuck at I think 17 mm-hmm. sacks, which we were third worst. Yeah. So yeah, it's but not- but what what about run stopping? Hasn't been great, but also. Half the field, AJ Terrell is an all-star for sure. Do we need I, another
1: complimentary cornerback? I think you have to go on the line of scrimmage, man. Okay, it's just I mean so, I agree. So bad. I'm not arguing with you certainly. I right just... now in the mock draft here through USA Today for the win, uh, they got edge rusher Miles Murphy out of Clemson okay. at number ten to the Falcons, and I've seen the other kid, uh, defensive tackle out of Clemson, kind of like a five technique maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Brian Brisey? um Is another guy. That, that, that I've seen there as well. So what about, what
0: about, um what's his name? Harold Perkins from LSU. Uh, I watched a couple of their games this year. He looked really impressed. He certainly looked like first round material. I mean, he's a linebacker, so is that outside linebacker. Do yeah. you think we're, are, are we sated at the linebacker position? Uh, at least we can enough? use
1: help in the front seven on the defensive side of the ball. So, okay. whatever you want to do. Just get me somebody with a lot of muscles that's really fast and hates quarterbacks (laughs) and wants to kill somebody. That's all I'm looking for, dude.
0: Okay, let me ask you this too. Then to that, obviously you're you were an offensive player, so Mm -hmm. it's maybe not position you ever put in. But I played linebacker before I moved to cornerback. You know, not professionally, of course. But (laughs) I loved hitting. I loved getting after somebody with the ball. Why is that such an elusive thing? And obviously, we're talking about a very scaled up thing. But like someone like Vic Beasley, who had all the talent in the world, just like eh. And then Tack McKinney, and McKinley, McKinley, excuse me. Yeah. And we just there's why is there such a void? And it's not just. With so us, I think
1: it's like, you know it's 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 everywhere. You hit you hit and you miss on guys. Uh, I think Thomas Dimitrov said it perfect when he was doing some interviews after he was let go by the Falcons like a year later. The thing that he missed on a couple of times, not necessarily the football measurables, because you think about Vic 6'3", 240, mm-hmm. fast, elusive, quick, all those different things. Same attack, 6'3, 255. Mm-hmm. Guys that did really well in college and, and made an impact. But what he said he missed on was like the player's heart, heart. and desire to play the game at mm-hmm. a high level every single snap they're on the football field. That's where, if you can find a bunch of guys like that, that's where I think t- um, Bill Belichick in New England, they never have, they may have like one or two superstars sprinkled in, but everybody does their job at a high level, and it seems like they love playing the game of football. Well, it's Those like, the
0: to using the Bill Belichick example, David Andrews, center from Georgia, and played in that national championship team that lost to Alabama, if I recall correctly. He flew down here, spent time, watched film with David Andrews, who went undrafted, mm-hmm. and then he ended up being on the Super Bowl team that beat the Atlanta yeah. Falcons starting center for years. Starting right center, yeah, for years, right? Now, the and that shows exactly to that point. And I always think when you say, when you say that, I think of that scene from uh, The Replacements where at halftime they're losing, and the reporter comes up to Gene Hackman. She goes, "What is it you need?" And he taps his chest. So mm-hmm. He says one word: heart. Yeah. And and that's I mean, it's, it, Dimitrov had a big problem with that too. Rashid Hageman, Tack McKinley, Tack McKinley. geez, why are do doing that? Tack McKinley, Vic Beasley. They, they're so. What was the Ray Edwards? I mean, good that God! A long like, time ago. so I know, but like, so many examples of that. Yeah. But I, I realize that it's not just a Falcons problem. Yeah. Why is it? And you know, I think Vic Beasley even showed in the Super Bowl year when he was paired across from some... the kid from um, the
1: Colts that we brought in here.
0: Why do we keep doing sure. this?
1: Dwight Freeney came in. Oh, Dwight Freeney. Oh yeah, you. Hold that's on. what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Dwight Freeney. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Uh, I don't know. And he uh, was
1: like a like a player coach at that time in his career.
0: Right, exactly. So but he showed and that's my point is he showed the ability to do it, he just didn't have the the follow through. Right. So is it just that position because it's that much harder to be good. It's at? hard.
1: It's hard to be good, but there's a lot of good ones out there, man. Micah Parsons, who's dominating the NFL right mm-hmm. now, was sitting there staring us in the face and we ended up taking Kyle Pitts instead. Mm. So those are the things we're doing. We can get into it forever and ever. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know. This is probably an endless yeah. conversation. But, no, so well, let's,
0: let's, let's cap it with – you're right. Let's cap it off with just a quick look at we, – we're on the bye week. Yep. And we ha- we are let's talk about what we in, in on New bye Orleans, weeks. as we just talked about. Yep, next we're week. in New Orleans next week, and it's the Saints bye week, too. So you have two fresh teams. Andy Dalton got yep. the, took over at the starting quarterback position for the Saints when Jameis Winston got hurt. Kind of like a the taller of two little people there. <laughs> um, you know, between the two of those t- – uh, I think we see Andy Dalton start, though. Is that, is that yeah, the... yeah, yeah.
1: It looks like there's a conversation in New Orleans with who's going to start next week. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston has said it hurts his heart that he's not starting, and he lost his job due to injury, which is hard to swallow as a as a football player. Of course it is. But Andy Dalton's coming and done a pretty good job. Dennis Allen, their head coach, said as much after the game. They just lost a heartbreaker to uh, Tampa Bay. Four minutes left, they're up 13, and they lose by one. Really, really bad job by the defense and some different things that happened there. Running back ran out of bounds on a second and eight, one yard short, with nobody around him. Um, they couldn't get it. The third down mm-hmm. conversion had to punt it away, and gave Tom the ball back. So things like that happen in a football game, but it looks like Andy Dalton will continue to be the starter unless something changes between now and next week.
0: So, like you said, they've got a good defense, but you know who knows what their offense and the Red Rocket at the uh, at the QB position. Red Rifle, Red Rifle is that the red it? Red Rifle, is. I think it is. Or maybe I'm thinking of a uh, Christmas story. It's that time of year, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Shut your um, out, kid. <laughs> all right, so. Falcons in and in New Orleans against the Saints next week four and nine versus four and eight five and eight yep uh five and eight we're five and eight that's right no why would I want to take one away from yeah, us please don't heaven do forbid. that heaven forbid jeez <laughs> I know got my <laughs> hey, over under win we've got we've got one on the Saints at least at least we're better than the Saints I- ish all right any final thoughts Vin uh no hope
1: everybody stays safe on their bye week uh becomes a time where guys travel go do stuff go yeah. home and hang out with their homeboys. Probably drink a little bit too much, do some things they probably wish they didn't. Some guys just <laughs> relax, some guys stay home and rehab. So, good whatever happens, shopping. everybody stay healthy, stay out of trouble, get back here on uh, Monday for a, a good week of practice if you ready to beat the Saints. And let's see Desmond Ritter. All
0: uh, right. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> We'll uh, see you next week on Fincast brought to you by Scanna Energy. Go Falcons. Thank you for tuning into Fincast, brought to you by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. Fincast is hosted by Brian Fineran, co hosted and executive produced by Tyler Nelson. If you'd like to reach out to the show, email Tyler at Tyler at 68 of the fan.com. Fincast is hosted by 68 of the Fan on the podcastpark.com and is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Opening and closing music by Atlanta band Gringo Star and their song I Will Not Follow. Thanks for tuning into Fincast. We'll see you next week.
1: Son of a bitch.
0: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? How? The power of a conversation like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for
0: brave season. Are you? 3-1, smoked high in the air